Hope everyone's having a great night, great day, depending on where you are. Um, I'm Charles Edward, if you didn't know by now. And this is the Wait Podcast, W-A-Y-T, for what are your thoughts. And um, to get things going tonight, I'm going to talk about socially distanced concerts to begin. (laughs) And um, I'll just read a little bit of the article from LinkedIn. Live Nation is selling tickets for an Arkansas show from country rock act Travis McCready that's being deemed the industry's first socially distanced concert. McCready McCready shows is seen as a test case for whether concerts are possible in the time of a pandemic. Seats will be restricted so fans remain at least six feet apart and capacity will be capped at 20 percent. Mass will be compulsory as will temperature checks at entry points. Fog sprayers, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny, I shouldn't be laughing. Fog sprayers will be employed for venue sanitation and foods and beverages will be prepackaged or have lids. Um, <laughs> with Live Nation and other big promoters declaring last month that live music is unlikely to return in the short term, Many people were surprised when Missouri's governor announced that socially distanced concerts would be permitted as part of the state's economic recovery plan. Although it's difficult to ascertain so far what that looks like or what would compel a music fan to attend a live music event during a pandemic, I'm curious how the music industry is taking the announcement. I'm just gonna say this, it's good for artists to be able to perform but I mean, being at a concert and I, I don't know, I think it might be a good thing because I remember going to a concert at the House of Blues and everybody was all close to each other and it was so annoying. Like, at least for me, it was. Some people may may like bumping into each other when you're in like a, a smaller venue and not have an issue with that. Me personally, I I didn't really like that experience. So maybe the social distancing thing is good but I mean it, I think for me you you're t- you're checking off two things you're getting people out of the house to go a- attend a concert which is which is good but I don't know how, how would you feel about you know people <laughs> what if you paid for the ticket and they check your temperature and they're like you know what your temperature is too high sorry we're gonna have to turn you away I would be so pissed off about that, like so pissed off. But it, it all—I guess it all depends on the person and how how do the artists feel. Like some artists really interact with the crowd when they perform, so the artist has to socially distance themselves from the crowd. So you you kind of lose that live, that live feel to a certain extent, especially if it's like a really lit, like really energetic type of performance where they really, you know, get the crowd involved. Um, So to me, like, what's the difference between watching an artist perform online and going and see live and going to see them live if you're going to have to socially distance yourself? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I like it or not. I think it's it's good for me in the aspect like like I said, the House of Blues situation where people were bumping into each other. 
it would have been great if people were like four to six feet <laughs> apart. But um, in this situation, I mean, artists have to get back to work. And some artists, they don't make money other than doing live performances. Like some artists, that's all they do on a yearly basis is just go out here and tour. Um, and some people have been able to do online shows and make money. But at the end of the day, um, eventually the world has to push forward past the whole COVID-19. But in my opinion, it's still a little too early. Even with the whole checking people's temperature, still a little too early to be okaying concerts for the sake of making money. What's more important, money or people's lives? Brookfield's $5 billion mall rescue plan. Canadian investment group Brookfield Asset Management, one of the largest operators of U.S. shopping malls, is launching a $5 billion rescue fund for retailers that need extra capital to weather the coronavirus pandemic. Thousands of stores have been shut down since mid-March with two major retailers, J. Crew and Neiman Marcus, filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection this week. Brookfield said its retail revitalization program will focus on taking non-controlling stakes in retailers. The capital will be sourced from Brookfield Sheet and investment strategies. Um, I think it's interesting that they're going to invest money into these into some of these stores at the mall. But the thing is, a lot a lot has changed since online shopping. A lot of there's still some people that still go to the malls, but a lot of people order things online and they need to take account for that. So just investing money into the actual stores in the mall doesn't make sense. Like this, this plan doesn't have anything for targeting people online to make purchases at the website. And there's no guarantee that this $5 billion rescue fund will actually keep the job secure of the employees that work at these stores at all. Um, Depending on how much this capitalist company has, $5 billion might be actually a, a drop in the bucket. It may not be enough to actually withstand um, the effects of COVID-19 and what it's had on the, the economy from a financial standpoint. Hopefully it does. Uh, my thoughts are um, it's good that they're trying to help out these stores by keeping them alive um, from a financial standpoint, but do they have enough capital? Because after COVID-19 is over, you, you have to keep in mind the the ones that are really surviving right now are basically the restaurants and Amazon, Walmart too, but it's really people that are ordering stuff from Amazon. So hopefully the Brickfield uh, plan to rescue these malls pans out. I I don't see it happening just because most people don't shop at malls anymore. 
there's a large population that just don't go to malls anymore. There's there's a lot of stores and malls where you're where you kind of wonder like how does this store stay open? Because the amount of product that doesn't get sold on a yearly basis, like especially when it comes to department stores and clothing, they they throw a lot of clothing away on a yearly basis. So I, I don't know if this drop in the bucket is going to do anything. Hopefully it it helps these companies out for uh, at least three to four months. But, but for right now, it doesn't look so good. Pro sports begin staging comebacks. After a two-month pandemic hiatus, the wait may soon be over for sports fans. The NFL has released its 2020 schedule. NBA players can now return to practice facilities. NASCAR returns May 17th, and tennis has already resumed in a lab-like settings without spectators. As coronavirus restrictions are eased, the psychological benefits of bringing back sports must be weighed against the potential physical harm. 10 players in Germany's soccer league have tested positive for the coronavirus. Still, the government has cleared play to resume May 16th. Now, I'm not really a big sports fan. Really haven't been since the whole Kaepernick thing. Wasn't really a sports fan like that before that, but I'm I can see how it, you know, it brings people together. Um Especially when you follow the same team, that camaraderie and everything, I get it. But at what cost? I mean, there's 10 players in Germany that are sick. And they're still going to let the soccer players play on May 16th. I, I, I think people right now, they're really not valuing human life. You're putting sports over human life. <clears throat> You're putting money over human life. Like a lot of things, a lot of resources can be used to help more people get better so we can save more lives. At this rate, if you're going to bring people back together, if you're going to open up beaches, if you're going to say the NBA is good to go, like... Even if you take the precautions of socially distancing um, seats and everything, like you have to take into account the people that haven't been tested, that are carriers that are not affected by it. Like people aren't really thinking about that in into this whole equation. So for me, I, I just think live events, pro sports, stuff like that, like it should be at least like six months, six to eight months from now. And I know that's a really long time, but you have to be realistic. Like this is a completely different, like this has never happened in history. I mean, you can go to other plagues and stuff like that, but the infrastructure wasn't there. Like society wasn't set up the way it is now. This has affected all industries, not just one, all. So we have to treat it like we're trying to get all industries back on point. And we can't do that if we keep devaluing human life. 
Okay, now that I've given you guys basically the crap and how I feel about the crap, now let's get into some more positive news for people out there that are looking for work. I'm going to list some of the places that are hiring. If you already aren't aware, you will be aware after this. All right. Instacart says it's looking to hire 300,000 contract workers over the next three months. Amazon says it's looking to hire 170,000 new workers for its fulfillment centers and delivery network. Albertsons is hiring 50,000 people across their company for open roles. CVS Health is hiring 50,000 employees to serve in various capacities across its business. Walmart is hiring 50,000 workers for its distribution and fulfillment centers. Dollar General say, says it's looking to add 50,000 employees. <clears throat> FedEx is hiring 35,000 people for essential roles. Allied Universal is hiring more than 30,000 people for open positions. Pizza Hut is hiring 30,000 permanent employees to serve as drivers, shift leaders, cooks, and managers. Ace Hardware is hiring 30,000 people to work in its stores nationwide. Lowe's is hiring 30,000 people to meet the demand created by the coronavirus. Dollar Tree, which is also the parent company of Family Dollar, is hiring 25,000 workers for its stores and distribution centers. Walgreens is hiring 25,000 employees for permanent and temporary roles. Papa John, <laughs> I'm sorry I laughed at Papa John's, but you know, I associate Papa John's with racism. But anyways, Papa John's is hiring 20,000 workers to meet a demand. 7-Eleven is hiring up to 20,000 employees due to increased demand. Kroger is looking to hire an additional 20,000 workers across, <clears throat> across the U.S. So for people out there looking for work, I know for some of you, it's like you don't have an income right now. Some people are getting those checks. Um... Uh, you have to keep in mind some of this is temporary so you if you just need some type of income you might want to apply for some of these jobs just to get some money flowing in because I, I know those twelve hundred dollar checks are like depending on where you live that twelve hundred dollars might be okay like if you live in the middle of nowhere but if you live in like a LA or San Francisco or New York or it doesn't matter or the $600 checks, whatever. I'm just, I'm just saying for the people that are looking for work, those are the companies. And I would say like you, Amazon is probably like the best bet. Like, I, I mean, out of all of those, those are, that's Amazon and Walmart are probably the most stable out of all those companies during this epidemic in 7-Eleven. So um, anybody out there looking for work, um, please share this with your your friends and family members if they're trying to uh, have another stream of income during this pandemic. And I hope everyone stays blessed. All right. Wasn't supposed to make it on According to them haters on Wasn't supposed to make it on According to them haters on In my zone Where I'm supposed to be What I'm on 
staying sucker free. I'm living lovely, sipping on some bubbly, admiring my mains, double D's. Goddamn, she bad. And boy, shorts on, washing the jag. I know why you mad. You stuck in the same spot, lint in your pocket, stuck on the same block. Get you a scale, learn how to sell, level up. Perseverance doesn't fail, never gave up. Ball shit, no more work of B. I slowed it down, y'all niggas can't front on me. Plus, the double time raps only sound dope when it's Twisted Tech 9 or Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm in my own lane, from pain to pleasure. I'm Cali bred and I'm used to good weather, huh? Wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh? Wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh? I remember when I started doing this You said I wouldn't make it, you a pessimist I see all the haters feeling envy While I'm living my life, living comfortably I remember when I started sharing links You couldn't share a link but said you rock with me I see all the jealousy and envy while I'm living my life, living comfortably I see the look in your eyes, I see your heart in the eyes I see your girl, she look alright She in my DM like, make me your wife I don't think twice, they ain't focused on the money Man, ain't nothing funny, you think it's a game I'm on my road to the fortune and fame I'ma make sure they remember my name like I remember when I started doing this You said I wouldn't make it, you a pessimist I see all the haters feeling envy While I'm living my life, living comfortably I wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh? I wasn't supposed to make it, but it looked like I made it, yeah. Wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh? Wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh? Wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh? Wasn't supposed to make it, huh? According to them haters, huh?